Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Thanks, Nick. It is terrific to be here once again. How you doing, buddy? I am doing phenomenal, phenomenal. So, Martin, <laughs> let's kind of jump into it right away because I know we don't have a ton of time here to record. So what is actually your GTR this week? Well, I love... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was jumping into the, the topic. Thanks for catching me. Um, this is a pretty cool one, and I'll try to keep it quick, but a habit factor user who I think tripped upon the habit factor, if I got his story correct, um, he was researching the law of cosmic habit force. You remember what that is by chance? Um, not word for word. Okay. All right. Don't sweat it. it. I, and it's going to take too long. You can Google it at some point. But it's this – how can I – I got to – now that I brought it up, I got to at least tell you a little. So – it's worth Googling. It was Napoleon Hill's yeah. kind of aha moment when people started returning the books and telling him his 16 principles weren't making them rich. He's, the, of course, the author of Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. So John has heard about the law of cosmic habit force, and he trips upon the habit factor because in many ways they're one and the same. And, and he is a like general manager at a plant and they have to enact some safety standards and really the long and short of it is he started using the app because he wanted to learn more about the law of cosmic habit force and he used it to lose like 15 pounds early in the year read the book uses the app and then realized there's probably a way he can use this at his plant um for safety. So we got a long ways to go, but this is really a shout out and a thank you to John for sharing the story and, and really thinking about THF, the habit factor. So that's my GTR, bud. Awesome. No, that's really good. That's a great one. Um, I guess mine for this week is just, uh, and I can't remember if I've talked about this before or not, um, but I'm really excited about uh, the fact that I'm in this entrepreneurial book club. So each week we meet and we are going through a book for like six weeks. We go through a book in six weeks together uh, and it's all about implementation. So it's not only just reading the chapters and talking about the topics, but we're actually putting together like a plan of action based on the book. And so it's just been really fun to get to meet more people in the community, more entrepreneurs, more people who own small businesses, but actually go through and get their help in planning and implementing these different books. Well, I love that, and I believe you did bring that up, but I can't hear that enough. And and the reason I recall it is because I remember thinking, huh, I know a really good book for your book club. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Really? I mean, one that can, I think, uh, when it comes to you know helping these people track their habits and reach their goals. So Absolutely. that's great, man. I love it. So, so go ahead. I was just going to say, what is our topic then for today? We, we got – Three habit buster techniques that I like to think are guaranteed to help you bust and or I should probably safely say break your habits. And 
They are the three ments, M-E-N-T-S, not mints. Got that? Ments? Ments. Three mints. Got it. So we're gonna run we're gonna run through them and do this fairly quick. Um, and then we'll I'll kind of drill down and give some examples of each. The three ments are environment, replacement, and experiment. How do you like that? I like it. I like that a lot. (laughs) Keep it simple. Certain to help the busting of a habit. So the first one is environment, and I, we've kind of talked about this. We've touched on this many, many times, but like all this stuff, it's good to hear over and over. It's this simple idea that because our energy wanes, particularly near the end of the day, crafting an environment that is supportive of your goals, right, is semi-essential and a simple example of that is so i'm i could say i'm trying to lose weight right and i don't i gotta stop eating potato chips well the first step in crafting a supportive environment is to simply (laughs) rid the pantry rid the house of potato chips if i want to stop drinking beer And it sounds extreme, but trust me, it's a very effective approach to curbing your behaviors by working in conjunction with and aligning with your environment, customizing it to support uh, the cessation of these habits. Do you have any examples where that something like that's worked for you, Nick? Um, I mean, the first ones that come to mind are kind of similar to what you've already talked about, just like when you're going on a new diet or something like that, getting rid of all the junk food. Um, but I, I think another one of that too, is not only to think about things in your house, but also to think about the people you surround yourself with, you know, the, the, cause you know, it goes back to that famous Jim Rohn, Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're trying to change a certain habit, you might need to lessen your time with certain people. Absolutely. You know, I wrote I wrote that down, um, and I love that you brought that up because people are your environment, and they influence your behavior greatly. I mean, we've all heard of and understand peer pressure, mm-hmm. certainly at a teenage level, but there's no doubt um, – in many regards, your peer group influences everything from potentially the kind of income you make, right? Mm-hmm. To, uh, you know, yoga people, broad generalization, of course, but yoga people tend to hang out with yoga people. Cyclists <laughs> tend to hang out with cyclists. Um, not always, but, you know, smokers are hanging out with smokers. So it's a great point, Nick. If you want to cease your smoking habit, altering your environment. And really that's the theme of this show. This episode is habit busting. So, but I will say flip the coin and it's also a great way to develop habits. In other words, the inverse of all these is not only going to work for, for busting habits, but developing. So what I would say is when I was trying to develop the running habit, I altered my environment. I threw my shoes in front of my door. So it was it was like 
you know, shoot, I have to run today and there are my shoes. And every time I walk in and out the door, I'm stepping over them. Yep. I used to do so, the exact same thing. So really, <laughs> yep. that's pretty funny. So, uh, one other quick example, there's a company I was just introduced to last week or two weeks ago, um, called kitchen safe. Apparently they've been on shark tank. Oh yeah. That's where I see. It. I'm like, that sounds familiar. Yes. I see yeah, them and, on shark and, tank. Yeah, they have a little it's it's a safe. It looks like a Tupperware thing with a time locked lid. And the the gist is you put your cookies or your chips or even you know, you, you if you don't want your kids using their phone at dinner, you throw them all there, you set the timer 2 hours and and that is altering your environment, right? That's changing your behavior. So I thought that was a good example as well. Creating impediments, whatever they are, helps. And by the way, that's another meant. <laughs> but, but we're going to keep it to three and you can just have that as a bonus meant. Um, but impediments, adding extra steps, making it harder. So we'll move on to number two. You ready? Yes, let's go. Replacement. So a great... Oh, my God. I think he was a Dutch theologian. I can't believe I just pulled that out. Um, a Dutch theologian. I can't pronounce his name, so I'll just leave it at that. Desert, yeah, Desi something. Um, but he brilliantly said, look, uh, <laughs> what he said was habit. No, no, nail is driven out by nail or yeah, it's one or the other. But but the point is, habit is driven out by habit, just as a nail is driven out by nail. So I don't have this exactly in front of me. I'm I'm just impressed. I pulled out a Dutch theologian. Um, but but I kid you not. The idea is to get a nail out. You use another nail. I didn't even know they had nails back then. So. It's a very important concept. I had a, a friend who wanted to um, kind of bust his drinking habit and he thought maybe he was consuming too many beers. We may have chatted about this in the past, but all he did was change an alcoholic beer for a non-alcoholic beer mm. and it was tremendously beneficial. So he got all the kind of ancillary benefits of drinking and hanging out with people without the kind of the risk and the downside. Yeah. And it's a perfect example of replacing one behavior with another. That's a, that's a good example. That's a great example. That's nice. Can you think of or any chance you have any examples in your world? Um replacing one behavior for another i mean none specifically that come to mind right now but like a, just a broad like general one would be like say you want to work out more or like stop watching tv all the time or, or here's actually a good example if you want to get rid of watching tv maybe you switch to actually reading a book during that time you know some entertaining book something that still provides you a lot of re relaxation enjoyment but it's just replacing that habit with another good habit. I love it. And and I'll tell you one thing I did, and I know I've shared with several people at this point, I felt like I was drinking too much coffee in the morning. 
So I didn't just quit drinking in the morning. I just made tea. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and and now before I can have one cup of coffee, I have to have three cups of tea. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, but it's awesome. It is really so it's a great replacement example. Anyhow, environment replacement, let's move on to experiment. So, sound good? Any questions, comments, concerns? No, that sounds great. What do you mean by experiment exactly? Well, all I I think it was Emerson who said all life is an experiment. The more and again this is recalling from memory, so I'm probably botching it. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you can make, the better. Something along those lines. I love the thought and the quote. If I were listening to this, I would write down, make more experiments, create more experiments. Um, and I have recently just kind of had that awareness myself. This podcast is an experiment. Writing a book was an experiment. Developing the app was an experiment. When you experiment with habit busting, right, or, or even habit creation, again, they, they work both ways, you're, you're testing you're seeing what works, what doesn't, as long as you're recording. What is the methodology we use here, Nick? It's the PAR methodology. Thank you. <laughs> I knew you were going to get that. Yeah, and it stands for plan, act, record, and reassess. And the reason I'm sharing that is I know if you're recording, you're recording the results, you're tracking the behavior, and then you're reassessing you have enough data to adjust and experiment and alter um, what's working, what's not working, and get ultimately the results you're looking for. Uh, experiment, in the case of the replacement for me, T worked out of the gate, but originally, well, I say out of the gate, that's not necessarily accurate. Originally, I was pounding, I was just <laughs> chugging two or three glasses of cold water before I had my tea and I did that for years. And then I thought, hey, maybe I should have some tea after a trip to China where I learned about all the incredible health benefits of green tea. Mm, yes. So that's a little example of trying one thing, trying another, getting the results I'm looking for. Any examples perhaps from you and experimenting? Um, this is one I can't really think. I don't know if I can think of anyone right now, actually. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it's happened, but it's not something that I I haven't intentionally really done this, at least in thinking of it as a way to create a new habit. Right. Or bust. bust right. Or bust and, and I, but yeah. I think the last example you did, I think replacement and experiment actually go they, They're obviously not too dissimilar. And I think they they go hand in hand in that. When you're replacing, you're testing, you're experimenting. So your example of reading one book and saying, no, you know, really I'm watching TV because I want to laugh. So yes. then you change the book you're reading, right? Mm -hmm. And you just keep adjusting. So I think that's a really good example, actually. No, that, that's a good way to actually think about it. And yeah, thinking about it that way, just about every single habit at some point has really gone through that experimental stage of, hey, I'm going to try this for this amount of time and see if I can really get behind this, see some results, and want to make this a full-fledged habit, if you will. You bet. And, and so recording and reassessing, really recording gives you the information. 
and it allows you to try. My sense is your intuition, reader slash listener, will tell you what to try. The recording will give you some guidance what to try next. So I think that's it, man. Environment, replacement, experiment, and you can bust a bad habit and or create a good habit. Remember this. This is the final thought because I know you're going to ask me. I was going to ask you for a nice little action step for someone to take. Uh, what, what do you want to? What What should they do if they want to start busting some habits here this next week? Well, first uh, we'll go through the checklist. Check the environment. What is the habit you want to break? What is in the environment? What cues are there? Whether it's time of day, people you're hanging out with, identify those. Figure out if there's a way to replace the behavior with something different, right? Think of the coffee and tea and then experiment. So that's, that, that is the action item. This was one big action item. Nice. Um, I think my final thought is going back to this quote, good habits happen when planned and bad habits on their own. There's great confusion among people and, uh, starting with me that I just didn't, First of all, I didn't understand habit at all. And second, I had this kind of idea that why would I have to plan a habit and track it and record and reassess when shit, you know, I all my bad habits just kind of happened naturally. <laughs> right. And I never had to had to plan for those. So that's the final thought. Good habits ha good habits happen when planned. Bad habits happen on their own. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks so, again, Martin. I think this is a phenomenal episode. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> it was fun. It was quick. A quick hitter. Uh, great job, Nick. Thank you very much, sir. Take care. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from the epi this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. You can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes, and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there. We'd also really encourage you, if you enjoy these episodes, the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize that this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life, their business, and in just their happiness and wellness. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success.
If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.